Dr. Joel Fankhauser is here with us this morning. Um, good morning. Thanks for taking a little time. I know things are really busy, so thank you. Of course. You're welcome. So I was just thinking, it was about a week ago that we checked in with you, and man, how things have even changed over the last few days. Mm-hmm. That was before restrictions down to 50, restrictions down to 10. You were just explaining yeah. social distancing <laughs> to us. Yeah. Now we're all living it. And now you're all living it. Yes. Some, I think, are doing better than others. Um, yes. I, uh, I'm curious... For the, I'm, I'm guessing that you're still running across some people that are just kind of like, this feels like an overreaction. You know, you're talking about like, don't tell me what to do. This, uh, why is this social distancing thing so important? How are you, how are you answering that for people? Yeah, so I, I, this definitely is a thought that I hear expressed in various forms. Um, if they're willing to listen, the, the conversation I have, uh, it goes something like this, and there was a uh, social media meme that said something like, you know how everyone rushed for toilet paper and there was none left? Now imagine this is ventilators. Mm-hmm. Um, th- that's a real thing. We can't rapidly make more of those. So this is, this is a scenario we find ourselves in where we're trying to delay rapid spread of this while smart people work on immunizations and treatments and things of that sort so that we have something else to do besides it in our homes. <laughs> yeah. And I realize yeah. that that's boring and a little frustrating. I have five children at home with me right now. They're beautiful little people, but having seven people in the house, <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> uh-huh. it, it gets old in a hurry, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It does. Especially when it's raining outside. Yeah. It's hard to find things to do with seven people when it's raining outside. Mm. Uh, well, I was going to ask, you mentioned, you know, it's hard for the kids to go outside, but that's one thing I did want to talk to you about, like going for a walk, taking your dog for a walk, the kids playing in the backyard, kind of give us some guidelines on what that can look like and what cautions sure. we need to use with that kind of like sure. getting some fresh air. Uh, we definitely want people to get sunlight, we get fresh air. Well, that's good for your mental health, right? So... But what that means is doing that in a place where you can uh, assure that you're maintaining six feet of separation from people not in your home, right? So your backyard, if you have a fenced backyard, you're going to keep six feet of separation from almost everybody in, in your backyard. Yeah. If you go on a walk, you maintain a uh, adequate distance from, from people. You know, if you decide to go on a walk down your, your road, assuming you have not been told to strictly quarantine, this mm-hmm. is different if you tested and you're waiting for results, right. or if a doctor believes you actually have the coronavirus and you've been told strictly to stay in your home, right? But if you're just, if you're doing the social distancing and you're not symptomatic and you've not been told to stay in your home because of exposure or an illness, going on a, on a walk, if you can maintain appropriate distances from folks around you, is totally acceptable. What would not be encouraged right now would be going to uh, places where you can't maintain that and that's most public setting right mm-hmm. this is a hard thing because this is going to hurt a bunch of businesses there's a, a bunch of folks who are going to have financial difficulties because mm-hmm. of this but this is important because doing this might help people live we're uh, <laughs> talking with dr joel fankhauser one thing that i read that i would love for you to confirm or deny before i believe it because there's a lot of that going on <laughs> uh-huh. right now yeah 
is if there comes a point where more testing is available, we're going to see numbers kind of jump significantly, um, but not to be too fearful if that happens. Would you agree with that? That will probably be the case because, again, the the younger you are, the more likely it is that this is not an illness that on any other year would have been a thing that you were concerned about, right? Um, we don't actually really have those numbers because there are very few countries that have such great testing capacity that we have definitive answers on exactly how many uh, young folks would have tested positive if we could just drive around to town and swab every single person in town. The closest we probably get to that is uh, South Korea. And even with the, the widespread testing that South Korea is doing, they, they still have a, a fatality rate of around 1%, which is 10 times the normal flu. So here are my takeaways from our conversation with you this week. Um, one, we've got to take this seriously. The social distancing thing is important, <laughs> literally life or death important uh, for our neighbors and people in our community. Mm-hmm. Um, we still can get some exercise, get some, get some sunlight, yeah. just you know, keep the six feet away, mm-hmm. find some you know, creative ways to do that. And right now, without a lot of adequate testing, if you're not in one of those risk factors, um, just be wise. And if you need to quarantine, you need to quarantine. But right now we're not in a place where we can get everybody tested yet. Does that sound pretty, uh, pretty accurate? Correct. And to add some, some bits of hope here, because that was a little bit darker than the last. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, again, there are very smart people working on this. The very first human received a trial uh, vaccine. Um, now, keep in mind, from first human vaccine trial to publicly available maybe a, a year, an actual year, right? But we don't have a whole lot of historical examples to compare this to where we're trying to rapidly create immunizations for totally new illnesses, right? But there are, there are definitely steps being made in the world of research and for how to prevent and manage this that seem promising. So right now, our goal, slow the spread down so the smart people who are working on this can come up with, with plans to... Uh, to help stop this and in, in other ways. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It is encouraging to hear how many people are working on this and the progress that's being made. And I honestly, I've been just so um, encouraged to see how, how many different countries and um, groups of people who normally wouldn't work together are all coming together to work on it. And it's just been kind of a beautiful thing to watch. Yes, it has. All right. Dr. Well, thank Joel. you for your time. We really appreciate it. Yep, thank you. And um, thank oh boy, we're just grateful for all the folks in the medical field right now. I know uh, everybody's doing what they can to care for our community. So thankful for you all. Appreciate it. Thank you, Mark. Bye, Carrie. Bye-bye. Bye, thanks.